Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And I'm Denise. <laughs> Denise. I think, how does she say it? And I'm Denise. Like she sings I'm it. Sort of. And I'm Denise. I'm Denise. And I wish you guys could see we're all doing the tiny hands. Isn't she going, I'm Denise, and I'm going to touch your face, and I want to da 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 na 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 If she's singing, she's obviously singing I'm Denise. But if she's, you know, if she's cashing a, a check, you know, she's like, I'm Denise, and here's a check. You know, like, depends where she is. <laughs> of course, Denise, like, brings a checkbook with her everywhere, for sure. Um, Welcome back, guys. This is season 14, episode 6, mm-hmm. and the story is really kicking off. I mean, it's been it's been kicking for a while, but I'm excited. Yeah. It's got a lot of good feedback so far. People are digging this ship. They're digging the story. I think it's very relatable for people. <laughs> I'd love to run the analytics behind how many of our episode sixes have been episode sexes. I mean, at, at that point in most stories, there is. But anyway, you're due for some. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> shopping perks. Cash in those rewards. Put something in the cart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, Shut up, Dunice. <laughs> Dunice, pipe down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Allie, I'm Danny, and I'm Denise. <laughs> She's humble, y'all. Guys, keep me humble. One um secret survey response to a Facebook group at a time. Speaking of you wonderful listeners, we want to bring back and rebrand, of course, a segment that used to be called Fluff Our Nuts. And we're now going to call Stroke Our Ego. And that's where we read the reviews you guys have left for us on iTunes. We're not going to read one today, but we are going to going forward. But you should know that we read every single one. And we are almost at a really fun milestone, which would be a thousand reviews. Is that right, Danny? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's like one million compliments in iTunes reviews time. That's true. Because it's it's kind of a process to uh, give a review. It really is. But Lindsay's made demos before and we're happy to do it it's true in order for you to tell us you like us <laughs> so. but yeah if you haven't ever left one please do us a kind one and do that if you haven't told a friend about it or posted it on social we're like i feel like we don't mention that enough but it really does help us out it boosts us to the top of lists and helps other people find us and we would appreciate it if you guys took a few minutes and did that. And I, I don't think the irony is lost on us that we did end the podcast and we are now back <laughs> and also asking for reviews. Um, but I will just say we only know how to be a hundred and if we're going to do this, we want feedback. We want, we want reviews. Please promote a podcast that could shut down at any moment. <laughs> it's important to us. That's why it's so important to do it now because that was the way we know it's authentic. Shut down in a heap of tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we don't pull that episode, 
I know. Mm. And that might end up behind our paywall on uh, Patreon. It probably should. You can hear us weep and say goodbyes to each other like we would never see each other again. I'm like, and what I love about Lindsay is my best friend. You know how how strongly you felt at high school graduation that like this was it. This was the best of your years. These were the people. And granted, like we're close with our Allie, especially. I think Danny, you are too. You guys are really close with your high school friends. But like you had the emotion that was like this is it and like I love these people and I go on we remember (laughs) vitamin C plays that's how we ended our podcast just like so emotional very emo it really was but we're back and hungry for your praise (laughs) so shower us with it please (laughs) yeah um speaking of making your voice heard a reminder that we are still promoting vocasm which is just raising awareness that the election's coming up. So make sure that if you live in the U.S., you are registered and you have a plan and that you're going to resources better than ours to learn about who will, you know, who will lead the future, which is really important right now because there's a lot of bad Mm -hmm. stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So um, stay tuned for that. Rock the vote. Cock the vote. Cock the vote, baby. Cock the vote because it's an erection year. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Vocasm. And then speaking of making your voice heard, we actually have a couple of voices to hear at the end of the episode, Allie. Yeah. So uh, Paige and Lita, they sent in a song called The Dark Side of You. It's a parody from a musical. And they have this really wonderful little opening and intro explaining their approach to this song. But it is about uh, Raylo. And their vocals are beautiful. And... <laughs> There's some really fun auto-tuning and sound effects in the song. So it's amazing. It's incredible. We thought at first that they got Danny in on it. That's how much it sounds like Danny to me. Well, Danny as Ben. Which sounds like the authentic Kylo Ren, of course. <laughs> Danny as Ben living in the heart of Boston. <laughs> I thought they actually got Adam Driver to sing on the song, which That's is right. crazy to me. That, that is what I thought. You're right. Exactly. I was like... Hello? I do love because like they did all their diligence on this, which just shows how caring and kind of community and community members we have because they posted on the Potterotics and Fangasm about this. Then they have the preface and like, oh, my God, that's how people should be. So thank you, Paige and Leah, for being so thoughtful, incredible people and incredible singers and songwriters and impersonators. Yeah, it's great. And then I think the final thing we should shout out, one of our amazing, I always call them Potterotics, even though technically Fanny Pack members, we have a wonderful illustrator in our group who reached out to me, Danny, and Lindsay, (laughs) asking us who our favorite character from any fandom was because she was going to illustrate us and this person into a design. So I think at this stage, I'm the only one that has it. So I picked Prince Eric and she... (laughs) illustrated me being dipped in the strapping, sexy arms of my one true love, (laughs) the hunkiest of all Disney prince hunks, Prince Eric. (laughs) So I'm in this like deep dip. And it's funny because she actually took a picture of me and used that outfit as inspiration. So in the picture of me, I'm in a pink suit with leopard heels and she turned that pink suit into a pink flowing gown with the leopard heels. It's so good. And it's amazing. So I know Danny and Lindsay are waiting in yours still, but I am thrilled with mine. So Audra, you are just gem. I love you. And Danny, who did you choose? Um, I chose Willy Wonka. And as you were talking, Allie, about just like how sexy Eric was and like all that, I'm like, I actually don't know if I find Willy Wonka sexy because he is such like a childhood figure for me. At the same time, like, yes, 
Gene Wilder, Candyman, dancing, a little crazy, lots of chocolate. I'm in. But <laughs> uh, so I'm excited to see. Like maybe this turns something on for me that I was latent. Woo. Lindsay, yours? I chose Cousin Greg from HBO's Succession because I really, of course, my first thought was Ron. And then I was like, you know, you have a lot of renderings of you and Ron. And then I was like, you know, Kylo Ren. But then I was like, I want to tap into some other fandoms that may be more niche that our listeners like. And so I was just like, I think Cousin Greg is like such a anti-hero in that show. And then the actor, Nicholas Braun, he's like very tall and a little awkward. He's like sort of my type in that way too. So I don't imagine she's going to put us in a sexy situation either. Me and Danny are going to have just like <laughs> pals with our guys and Allie's in like this like deep romantic dance. Yeah. I'm Allie, I'm Eric, and I'm Danny and Lizzie and Willy Wonka and Cousin Greg. I got, I got demoted. <laughs> the fact that my hot fandom, like his character name, starts with the word cousin is just like he's not a sexy leading man oh cousin greg cousin it sexy cousin Benny. there's not that many sexy cousins i picked a prince and you picked a cousin yeah i picked a cousin who like can barely hang on to his piece of the pie in this like very <laughs> fucked up family he's hanging by and i got an entrepreneur oh wow chaos <sighs> well speaking of ships that people do like yeah Speaking of ships that anybody has actually imagined before. Like, we'll get anyone excited. I picture Audra just on the other side because like it is we we haven't met and she reached out. It was like just so kind. And I'm sure she had a, an image of the three of us. And when the three of us came back with Willy Wonka <laughs> and Cousin Greg, she must have been like, oh, that magic's lost. Like she's probably hoping for like, oh, you know who it should have done? Tormund from Game of Thrones. Mm, 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 you know, like you think of these like any fandom, like who's sexy, the sexy man that you want to be swept in his arms. And and I'm like, Cousin Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I actually think the best drawing of me and Cousin Greg would be like as a caricature as though we're at like a state fair together. Like that's the as sexy of an illustration as the two of us as a couple would ever get. I think it'd be so funny if it was the exact rendering of me and Prince Eric except you're <laughs> dipping Cousin Greg. <laughs> so tall he's so tall Danny you know it'd be really funny if your rendering of you and Willy Wonka was Willy Wonka standing next to the chocolate river and you flailing around inside it <laughs> <laughs> like he pushed you in Augustus <laughs> uh, well stay tuned to our social channels to find out yes find out how this ends it's like the nicest thing ever for her to take her time and talents and do that so Audra thank you so much we're flattered and honored and so excited and we can't wait, you know, for you to prove us wrong that Cousin Greg and Willy Wonka and me and Danny are going to be so sexy. Thank you. If you go to my personal Instagram, I think it's one of my most recent posts on there. Mm -hmm. And then I think we should do a slideshow when all three of us get yes. ours and we can put them all on the fangasm page. You know what I just realized, Allie? Yours almost is like a sort of version of our original cover art. They're sort of in a dip a little oh, bit. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. that's sort of cool. Sexual embrace. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who can do the blowdown so we can jump to this story? So I'm going to try it. I nominate myself okay. as tribute. Um, <laughs> He's going to die before he even gets to his weapon. <laughs> Ray, Ray is at the grocery store and buys all these groceries as part of Finn's account. Mm -hmm. Realizes that it is Luke's weird nephew, Ben. So she takes over on the delivery, goes to deliver, 
and she lets herself in to yell at him about what he did to her because he suspended her account for five days. Nice. He tries to make it right. There's a bunch of stuff in there that's for a date that she was not invited to. Mm. Yeah. How'd I do? That was great. That is beautifully succinct, Danny. I've been preparing all week. Yeah, she thinks because he had roses and candlesticks mm-hmm. and like a couple things like that. Her favorite foods. Oh, yeah, but Cocoa Puffs was our like sort of Easter egg. Yeah, so I'm wondering if there's somehow for her. And when she knew it was Luke's weird cousin, weird uh, <laughs> weird nephew, she substituted out all this food that he suggested for something else. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah. I like this snack-based revenge. It's really up my alley. The only reason I'm able to remember any of this. I'm like, okay, got the rice. There was the basmati. The rice. Danny, you're really shining right now. (laughs) Okay, should we do it? I didn't know it was you doing the shopping when I contacted customer service. I wasn't trying to get you in trouble. That's not the point. Your notes, your tone, the whole way you interact with people who are performing a service for you, it's rude and unacceptable. Should it matter if I'm shopping for you or if it's Finn or anyone else who happens to have the misfortune of accepting your order when their phone starts pinging at them, said Ray. But you deliberately bought items I didn't want. You were screwing with. Yes, Okay, yes, I escalated it when I should have reported your ass to shopper happiness the second you started cursing at me. Hmm. Why didn't you? I wanted the tip. Ben (laughs) raises his eyebrows. (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) Not like that. Literally, we basically live off tips. Not that you would know that because Instacart uses tactics that discourage customers from tipping. And they would have just redirected your order to some other hapless shopper who you also would have terrorized. Do you think Instacart disciplines customers? He shakes his head. She's such a martyr. She's so brave. We're learning so much about this system. We really are. And I hope um, Instacart is listening and they're taking this feedback to heart, to Instaheart. (laughs) (laughs) When I said I was saying you're a martyr, I was not being pedantic. I think that Instacart workers and like these jobs are so tough. Yeah. But the martyrdom was that she was so brave to continue to take his order. Yes. He shakes his head. Right. I told you, I'm not good with people. I'm a recipe for disaster. (laughs) I added that. Episode title. That's a great episode title. (laughs) I just felt so, so angry about the way you communicated with me, said Ray. Your ignorance that eventually it wasn't even about the tip anymore. The things you said to me, to RJ, it was like you actually thought I was beneath you. Not like that, Jesus, she says before he can make any kind of remark. Do you talk to the person who cleans your house like that? We don't speak. I leave notes. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly your problem. They're human beings just like me, who get paid very little to deal with your bullshit. I picture him just leaving like chalk drawings, (laughs) like hieroglyphics on the wall. On his actual wall. (laughs) Clean here. (laughs) This is dirty, X. (laughs) Um, Grocery shopping sucks. That's why people like you are willing to pay more money to just have someone else, that's me, do it for you. It's not that hard to be polite. Say please and thank you. Have a fucking ounce of patience and tip well. Ray feels herself exhale. And maybe do a little reading about how these companies treat their workers. Mm. I am. Um, I'm picturing that like the Star Wars universe, Ben's cleaning woman has to like come in. There's just like dead bodies and like there's just like lightsaber <laughs> holes and like all the walls, you know, and after a battle, she's like, oh, no. Oh, God. How many stormtroopers have been uh, executed? It's like crime scene cleanups. Like that's her yeah. level of like. <laughs> uh, it's silent in the kitchen for a few moments, except for the hushed electronic sounds of his appliances humming softly in the background. 
Ben Swallows. My uh, my VC firm invested in Instacart four years ago. Oh, wow. And that makes it better. Ray feels her head move backwards a tiny bit, like he's physically projecting this bombshell at her through the air between them. So the misleading service fees are really just going into your pocket? I mean, I don't really know the particulars, but... Okay, so you're not only an unrepentant, abusive customer, but you're also complicit in disenfranchising the workforce that I'm a part of? I'm not unrepentant. (laughs) I nominate you for an Oscar. Thank you. You didn't apologize for being a complete asshole of a customer right off the bat to whoever happened to be shopping for you. I'm sorry. He looks deep into her eyes in a way that feels too intense, and she forces herself to look anywhere else. At the tasteful graphics on the White Castle Sliders box, for example. (laughs) To whoever was shopping for me, the notes I left were overly aggressive. And your tip should have been higher. And my tip should have been higher. I'm sorry. You're like the original man. And Kylo Ren's heart grew three sizes that day. It's the first time he said I'm sorry ever. (laughs) She's just scolding him and like getting the point across. It's almost annoying that the apology seems genuine. It's anticlimactic somehow. It's not like she'd pictured them arguing bitterly for 10 minutes before angrily feeding each other strawberries and then somehow transitioning into standing up hate sex against the giant stainless steel fridge. Nope. (laughs) That was very specific imagery. It's not at all something Ray has been thinking about during her week of Insta purgatory. Are you going to apologize for fucking up my order? No. No. I literally received a five-day punishment for my corporate overlords for that. There was zero consequence for you, except that you didn't get your Toblerone. I uh, I ordered another one. He admits. <laughs> I love that for you. So I was going to take this. <laughs> Such a burn. Such a burn. <laughs> it's the ordering another Toblerone for me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that like in another. I've only seen it. I know. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that is perfect. (laughs) Slip going under. Perfect. (laughs) That's great. You guys, once I was really hungover and Caleb and I were at Shake Shack, we ordered our burgers and then I got a second burger and he was like, what's that for? And I was like, it's a backup burger. Like as though that was a normal thing. So now if we ever get two of anything, he calls it a backup something. So this makes me think of a backup Toblerone. Everyone needs a backup Toblerone. What's the emergency just in case you finish your original burger and you go, I could really use another burger? Yeah. Like if in two hours I'm still hungry and I need to be healed, I need another burger. I didn't want to have to venture all the way out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that with bagels too because I think the actual perfect amount is a bagel and a half. So like two is too much. One is not enough. Mm-mm-mm. But if you go to the trouble of going to get a really good bagel, you want to have enough. Have a backup. That's so smart. <laughs> Gotta have a backup bagel, a backup burger, and a backup Toblerone. I love that for you. So I was just going to take this stuff with me back to the apartment that I can barely afford, even though I work every single day, Ray says, whipping up some extra feelings of indignation as she prepares to make some kind of exit. But I guess I'm walking home and I can't carry it all with my right hand. So I'm going to take the tampons and the sandwich and leave the rest here with you and hope that it ruins your date tonight. <gasps> She's. We still haven't found out what happened yeah, the night at the museum. She's reaching into Finn's reusable bag for her phone. Maybe a lift code will appear in her account as if by magic or divine providence when Ben grabs her hand. You didn't ruin my night. <laughs> His thumb presses into her palm in a way that she doesn't hate, but she forces herself to pull away anyway. I thought you said you were expecting someone. I've been ordering lightweight items from Instacart and offering huge tips for five days, hoping you'd accept one of the orders. 
Usually he has to kill people to take orders. This time, <laughs> kindness. Kylo with kindness. Kylo with kindness. The first time he's killed with kindness. <laughs> Ray sucks into breath, hoping her sense of relief isn't as obvious as it feels. So all the stuff in your order was? For you. <gasps> to get your attention. I didn't have another way to contact you, except Luke, and I sure as hell wasn't about to do that. Look. Ben takes a few steps past her and opens the door to a pantry that is much too large for one man. Ray turns her head to peer inside. On an upper shelf above dozens of other artisanal organic packages sit four boxes of Cocoa Puffs. Like the golden rays of magic. Golden rays of rays. I also have three packs of Danimals in the fridge. <laughs> Loading up on that yogurt. I was suspended. I couldn't receive orders. I know. But I called right after you left and retracted the complaint. He says, standing a little too close behind her. I said it was just a misunderstanding. I assume they just fixed it. Did they? Should I call again? <laughs> She's still staring at the Cocoa Puffs. Of course, this powerful white man would assume that one phone call solves everything instantly. <laughs> I have my normal work hours back tomorrow morning, so I guess it's whatever. When she finally turns around to face him, he's holding a small potted basil plant in her direction. Were they out of roses? Ray bites her lip, has to hang for a few seconds before reaching out for the basil. She like, <laughs> she juked herself. Like yes. She was supposed to get roses. <laughs> it's more practical anyway. She holds the plant up to her nose, breathing in the herbaceous green fragrance. Roses just wilt. Did you happen to purchase the candles? <laughs> you mean the Febreze candle with gain scent? Uh. She permits her lips to curve up into a little satisfied smile. And the Glade 2-in-1 Hawaiian Breeze and Vanilla Passion Fruit Candle sure did. I think I'm just beginning to understand the extent of your anger here. Ben says, taking a step towards her. Yeah, and you've really done very little to put a dent in it. She holds out her fingers about an inch apart. Do you have any idea how many DoorDash and Postmates deliveries I've had to make this week to offset the suspension with one functional arm? Let me make it up to you. <gasps> he casually sprays the Febreze at her. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets girls in the mood like knowing that you didn't clean. You just Febreze. Like fresh linen. <laughs> Fresh linen, in quotes. Yeah, air quotes. Uh, he takes another step, and there's only one slate floor tile separating them. How? She has some ideas, but she wants to know what his are. He's like, I'm going to make it up to you. And you're like, how? <laughs> how? I said it's so, said it's so well, What are you going to do? <laughs> Let's plan it out. Let's make a list, Ben. Oh. Okay, how would she say it? How? Yeah, there we go. How? <laughs> How's that, Benny boy? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Those are my only three sexy voices. Those are great. And Doonies. <laughs> How bad? <laughs> Let me make it up to you. How? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I knew when I said it, it was wrong, but I just kept going. How? 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 Okay. She has some ideas, but she wants to know what his are. Ben looks back at the paper bags and the bizarre array of revenge products lined up on the counter. This would have been more enticing proposition with my original order, <laughs> but I wanted to make you dinner. Ugh, the risotto, she thinks. Damn, it actually sounded really good. <laughs> but truthfully, she's hungry enough right now that she'd devour any of her creative replacements without a second thought. Including the Hawaiian breeze candle. <laughs> When I first read Hawaiian, I thought it was going to be Hawaiian rolls. Now that's mm. a snack. Mm. 
The thing is, she says, reaching her right arm over to the counter and digging a bottle of wine from one of the bags, I find potato skins very seductive. Maybe with a little black truffle oil drizzled over the top? (laughs) But not white truffle oil because that would be insane. Ray realizes that she has neither a corkscrew nor a second working hand with which to open the wine. Screw trap wine has its advantages. So she hands it off to Ben, who promptly retrieves some futuristic-looking lever-style corkscrew and opens the bottle in one fluid motion. Zoom. <laughs> it's because he just, like, lightsabered it off. <laughs> the cut through the glass. Have you seen those lightsaber – they're, like, wine bottle openers? Like, you literally slice through a bottle with, like, a little mini lightsaber? No, that sounds so cool. It gets so hot. That seems so dangerous. It like severs the top. I've heard people talk about them before. That's awesome. I mean, like sabering a bottle of champagne. I've done that before. Like not lightsaber, but like with a long knife, you just run it up the and go. Oh, that's very cool. This is lightsabering when you zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, turn the oven to 450. Wait. <laughs> Maybe he's. <laughs> I'm so glad I have headphones. I couldn't find to do that. Get started. I like oh. that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he senses the slight glint of disapproval on her face because he adds, Did you want me to say please and thank you to a computer? It would be good practice, she points out, as he opens an upper cabinet and reaches for two wine glasses, handing one to Ray. Thank you. See, it's easy. Okay. He says, setting his glass right back down on the counter next to that beautiful wide refrigerator and closing the distance between them in one Ben-sized step. He touches her cheek with his open palm, tipping her chin upward to his face. Please? (laughs) How? (laughs) Please? (laughs) Maybe it defeats the purpose that he doesn't really wait for her to respond in the affirmative, but she also doesn't give a shit at this particular moment because he's still really, really good at this, at kissing her like it's his goddamn mission, and he's been training for it his entire adult life. Oop, Star Wars reference! (laughs) Which he has. It's something about the way he uses his whole body, pressing her back against stainless steel door of the fridge, running his hand across her face and down her neck, and burying the other in her hair, so he can grab just enough to pull her head back slightly. His mouth works its soft, tingly magic on her throat, and she likes the way she feels a little exposed and open to him like this. This doesn't mean I forgive you, she says, but it comes out more like a breathy whisper. This doesn't mean I forgive you, she says. (laughs) And by breathy whisper, we mean troll under a drawbridge. (laughs) He tugs on her hair again, moving her head a bit further to the side, his lips moving down her neck and towards her collarbone and the neckline of her loose white t-shirt. The metal feels cold against her back. His other hand moves from her cheek down to her waist under the thin cotton of the shirt and makes its way up to her bralette. He yanks on the cup and she lets out a little spontaneous gasp when she feels his thumb and forefinger around her nipple, pulling lightly, making it stiff. Does this mean you forgive me? Not until you do equal nipple play, she said. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, she insists with a tiny shake of her head. He doesn't seem too terribly deterred because she can feel his hard length through his pants, pressing into the lower part of her belly and God, that's the element that's still a bit of a mystery, isn't it? Like he's in her head. He moves an inch or two closer the material of his pants, creating some kind of tempting friction with the much thinner fabric of her leggings. She reaches down with her right hand, snaking it in between their bodies and grabbing for the button of his pants. He pushes her against the refrigerator again. And although this had technically been the setting of one of the indie fantasies that she definitely did not have. Oh, <laughs> idle. The setting of one of the idle fantasies that she definitely did not have this week. It's cold and un... <laughs> it's an... Indie fantasy. It's that she's submitting to Sundance. <laughs> you probably never heard of it. Zach Braff produced it. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
gosh. Um, the postal service is, does the soundtrack. It's cold and unforgiving, and she just wants to do this on something soft and padded this time. Mm, ben, it's possible he makes some muffled noise in response. <laughs> you do own pillows, right? You can fuck women in rooms that aren't kitchens, too. He pulls back, taking a big breath. That was a good burn. The bedroom's upstairs. <laughs> Love that for you. He nods in the direction of the front door. Or there's a couch 12 feet from here. Couch. Definitely couch, she says, grabbing the bottle of wine and not bothering with her glass. Let me this time, please. It's like Beauty and the Beast. He's got all his hair in curls and he's wearing a puppy shirt of, of politeness. <laughs> I just learned how to eat soup. Um, Ray nods as he unfastens the strap and carefully slides the sling away from her left arm. Lift it over the right side first. Yeah, she insists. No, nope. <laughs> yeah. She resists the urge to help as he gently removes the shirt, followed by her gray and white strap bralette. It all lands somewhere on the wood floor. They're sitting on a pristine leather couch, which makes her a tiny bit nervous, but Ben doesn't seem concerned at all. Why would he be? He's not the one who would have to clean it. Yeah, what is she talking about? That's the best fabric to clean. She's in good shape. <laughs> like this isn't like a velvet or a microfiber <laughs> it'll just slick right off put this back on he says reaching for the sling your arm might get jostled <laughs> is that a promise wow i'm gonna, I'm gonna jostle your arm <laughs> <laughs> you ever been jostled now that's an indie fantasy jostle my arm <laughs> ray makes a face i'm not gonna be naked except for a sling i'll just try not to move it <laughs> You're not going to be able to hold still, <laughs> not the way I do this. The sex move when you have one arm that doesn't really work is called the mechanical bull. You hold the injured arm up. Up? up yeah, up. so it doesn't get hurt, and then you hold on with your one arm that's working. Oh, like up in the air, like you're riding a mechanical bull? Did you just make that up, or is that real? Have you been injured? <laughs> I just made it. So I it's all theatrics. <laughs> I love that. That's very real. <laughs> Trademark Grandma Graham. <laughs> Oh, this is a blumpkin. This is and a stink. <laughs> the snowblower, and this is the mechanical ball. Four killer moves <laughs> to get the girl. <laughs> You're not going to be able to hold still. Not the way I do this. The man makes a convincing argument. Sling it is. Ben places the strap across her chest and tucks her elbow into the closed end of the sling. He kisses the soft skin on her stomach as he eases himself to his knees on the floor in front of the sofa. She's been annoyed and inconvenienced and, frankly, embarrassed by her left arm for a month, but he doesn't seem to mind that it requires a little extra consideration. It feels kind of nice to let someone else be concerned about it, to force her to slow down or to be careful instead of just pretending it's fine. Everybody drink beside the word force. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he digs his fingers under the waistband of her leggings before pulling them off and tossing them somewhere behind him, leaving her in her underwear. Couldn't have randomly picked today to put on a nice lacy pair, she said to herself. Of course not. But apparently, Ben couldn't give less of a fuck about anything to do with the underwear, aside from the very obvious wet spot and getting them off. Ray closes her eyes and leans back into the pillows as he yanks the panties down just below her, her hips before pausing. <laughs> Undrink every time you hear the P word. <laughs> she can feel his nose grazing just above the waistband, his breath leaving a warm trail across her skin. What's the... WAP lyric with the nose. Slide your nose like a credit card. Yeah. How are you going to pay for these groceries? <laughs> Cash or card? Or checkbook. 
Oh, closing that loop. <laughs> Thank Good you. Good job, Denise. That was Denise paying for sex with a check. <laughs> no, for groceries. Let <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> He's taking his time, his hands still gripping the stretchy orange cotton of her underwear. It's the most delightful agony. He moves them down another inch, his mouth following tantalizingly close behind, and he just needs to keep going a little further. Come on, come on. Do you forgive me now? No, she says as resolutely as one can when you're about <laughs> half an inch away from. She feels him rip the elastic waistband down her thighs in one lightning-fast motion, and then they're just gone into the mysterious living room void with her other clothes. <laughs> Ray opens her eyes. He nudges her legs a lot further apart, pushes his hair out of his eyes, and gazes reverently at her body like a starving man might stare at a Big Mac. Or in Ben's case, a meal at the French Laundry, finished with Himalayan pink salt. She's never really felt like anyone else's desire before, like a birthday <laughs> present, like someone's drug of choice. It could be the several large gulps of wine she swallowed on the way from the kitchen to the living room, but this feels a bit intoxicating on its own. He dips his head down and she tenses up immediately, her stomach muscles clenching in anticipation of something extremely intense right off the bat. But he actually mm. holds back, nibbling on her inner thigh, teasing, just breathing on her without making direct contact, and she can already feel her chest... <laughs> 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 that gets the rest of the family. Oh, no. We have to end the podcast on that note. The whole we're closing it down again. Oh my gosh! Just breathing on her without making direct contact, and she can already feel her chest violently rising and falling just from this. Yeah, the sling had been a good idea. The end of the chapter. Oh my goodness! Wait, is this? Second to last? Is this penultimate? That was penultimate. Wow. It is. I mean, oral sex is sex, so it was chapter sex. It was. There was. No. Just heavy breathing? Just heavy. Just heavy breathing. Just an asthma attack. An actual <laughs> blowjob. <laughs> okay. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your singer up or down? Man, you should have done it like Zunis. Is your saber up or down? Is it up? Is it down? Are you? <laughs> is it up? Is it down? Is your boner here? Is it there? Do you want this? Here, here's a check. <laughs> here's a check, and I want to pay for my groceries. And stop breathing on my underpants. <laughs> um, uh, sling. There's like a dirty word, or like I'm thinking of episode titles. Sling and D. Whoa. Whoa. <gasps> There's also a rise, like the rise of Skywalker. Oh, I mean, yeah. this is a legit rise. Wow, wow, wow. The rise of... Okay. My saber is sky high. That was so great that it came true that he was just making all these orders. Mm. That's the romantic side of my wang, my wand, and my sling. And then I think the sex is going to be great. Uh, he tore underwear off. Yeehaw. Into the abyss. Into the void. <laughs> just gone. He just dropped it off the bridge of the Death Star. And watched it go forever. Yeah. She's gonna be wearing little Danable cups on her nipples on her way home. And then there's like there's like a little robot at the bottom of the Death Star cleaning and like just panties hits like out of yeah. <laughs> it's his cleaning person. Yeah. It just, and like he keep going beep boop boop beep boop. Uh, what about you guys? Sabers up. I love all this uh, foreplay, force play. Mm -hmm. Ooh, force play. I was also thinking saber the flavor. He's sabering. Oh, <laughs> sabering her. Flavor. That's a good one. That's fun. 
Um, my wand is way up. It is especially up for slip going under his writing style. I feel like we're best friends. And also I just love the way that we are getting to know Ray's tone. Cause I haven't met anybody in fanfic who has this much spunk. Like even Hermione's is, mm-hmm. you know, like more about books Books, bug. and hers is about <laughs> getting shit done. Yeah. So, um, I love it. I love this for you. I love this for us. And I'm going to use that all week. Same. I love this for us. <laughs> I love that for you. Something you will love is Paige and Leah's cover uh, coming up right now. Ugh. And stay tuned till next week. We are so excited to find out what happens. Yes. We're going to wrap up this story. Hope he wraps up his D. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> bye. Okay. Bye, guys. This is Paige and Lita, and we are both longtime listeners and Raylo shippers, and this song is called The Dark Side of You. The song we've chosen is one of our favorite melodies from a musical. The original song is about non-consensual acts. However, it does not glorify them, but instead laments and mourns them. Our version of the song does not have overlap with the lyrics or the subject of the original song. We hope our version brings some humor and joy to your day. Enjoy. I really had no clue about the dark side of you. Turns out awkward been so low is a douchey bro. Classic Insta clown who wants to ruin your life too. So I rush, wanting all your snacks, trying to relax. But you are moving towards me. We are almost touching. You say all you want is just some alkaline. Then you scold me and you yell out. No, that's the wrong kind. You've got an allergy. Those peanuts are scary. God, look at your torso. What a pretty sight. It has a face on it. God, your abs are tight. It's just so sexy. Beating fat strawberries. I'm not mean, though my order's wrong. I just play along. I stand there and brood in the half nude. I want to be chilled, don't want the world to find out what it is that I do. I'm just Luke's nephew. Luke's weird hot nephew. You say all you want is just some alkaline. Then you scold me and you yell out. No, that's the wrong kind. Green is all you see. I'm a mango fantasy. God, you go by Kylo. What the fuck is that? I guess it's good to know. 
You're a gamer, Brad, all that talent And a yogurt army. I really had no clue about the dark side of you. But you're the one who kissed your boss's nephew. Yeah, that may have been true, but now I'm really into you. But what would you do if I wanna insta For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews. 